change. They want me to change, but I ain't changing. Nah. I remain the same. And you are now tuned in to another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. Brought to you by M3S3 Clothing. Me and Make Moves and Sucker Stand Still. And as always, on the mighty, 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 mighty Nerd DJ's Radio Network. Um, and y'all already know, man. Every week, every week, I say the same thing. And it's just facts. I only rock with legends. And today is absolutely no exception. We got rapper Red in the building. How you doing, man? What's good, man? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm all right, man. How's life? How's your family? Uh, my family's great, man. I uh, got a good family. Love my family. And uh, they're all healthy, man. So I couldn't ask for more. Okay. Um, You look like the most unrapperish rapper I've ever seen. You get that a lot? I do. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, I kind of like it. I kind of I kind of like the uh, shock value that it has. Okay. And not only that, Um, like, I don't know if people have, have not gotten into your catalog. I mean, you've got straight up hip hop. You've got some country shit going on. You've got a little rock flavor going on. Um, is that to your advantage or does that skew the listener a little bit? That's a good question. I've actually thought about that a lot too. Um, if it does skew the listener, um, uh, you know, that'd be unfortunate, but oftentimes I think it, it plays to my advantage or at least, uh, from what I've seen it, it has, um, it's allowed, uh, kind of anybody to at least have something, some type of song, like, you know, uh, genre-wise, a lot of people kind of stay stay in a lane most times with what their favorite music is. So I, I think, you know, making a little bit of this, a little bit of that can uh, open doors for other listeners. What's your favorite kind of music? Uh, hip-hop, 100%. Okay, and, and, and what was your... I love hip hop moment. Like, what was it a song? Was it a time? What what, what made you a hip hop fan? Uh, it was definitely as funny as it is. We would do um, uh, with my family. We'd do car trips to Canada, and my dad, he was a huge fan of NWA, and I was I was young man, and he was playing NWA tracks, and it was it had to be like the straight out of Compton um, songs, and all those songs, you know. Uh, with NWA that really as a kid too that made me uh, fall in love with the storytelling and fall in love with um, one of my favorite things about hip-hop in general is the ability to emphasize your delivery on things mm. and really bring home your point with the way you use your voice and I feel like that was that was that moment for me was those records and where are you from uh, I'm from Detroit like Detroit proper or like Troy uh, I'm Warren. Yeah, I should. I should. Yeah. Well, I'm. I, I. You know, like I'm. I'm born and raised in Detroit. You know, we can be a little tense about that one. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just uh, uh, being out of the uh, out of the city or out of the state and talking to people, and I, you know, it's easier to just say Detroit. Yeah, I feel you on that. Uh, you know, and I've. I've. It's not just you. Um. Uh, you know, like when I talk to uh, Polo Frost. Mm. You know, like he felt some type of way that he wasn't on like one of the, the, the Detroit lists. Yeah, that's interesting. Polo definitely, I, I think Polo deserves it. That man has been out here, and he's got he's got the numbers. He's got the dude's he's got, got hits. He does. He has absolute hits, and he keeps doing it. He keeps like, I, I I don't know how he does it. It's like he's got a he's got a brain for 
viral songs. He is a different version of G Mac. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's almost like they got the same, the brain is wiring the same, but for different lanes. Yep. Like, what is that? Is, is that anything that I, I'm rocking with now? He's got a song called Anything. And oh my God, was it anything or any place? I can't remember exactly. But, oh my God, this song. Every morning I'm on my way to work and I'm too way too old to be jamming out like that. But it is what it is. <laughs> it doesn't gonna have to check that out. your father listening to nwa is unique uh well actually it's not not a, you know not really it just doesn't seem like you know it just you just don't fit like at what point <laughs> you know at, at what point did you say okay you know what this is actually going to be a good thing for me and at what point did you separate because you had to have the eminem comparisons yeah yeah. At what point did you separate when people stop saying, okay, you're, you're trying to be like him? Um, I think it started coming when I, because uh, early on, of course, when I first started rapping and when I actually started, to, uh, you know, when the talent started, you know, started molding well, when you could actually see that there was potential there, that's when the comparisons were definitely at an all-time high. Um, but I think it started separating with, um, with what you brought up earlier was like, kind of genre hopping kind of um you know maybe the mel- uh, melodic nature of some of the some of the tracks and and i think um i think i'm not uh i'm just not as mad <laughs> <laughs> you can definitely tell that you've been loved mm-hmm. <laughs> as opposed to his his earlier like and i tell people all the time like eminem is just trash right now like i'm sorry man yeah it's hard <laughs> When he got sober, his talent just like his pen game remained, mm-hmm. but the delivery was substance based. Yeah, yeah, it was. You could tell too. Yeah, <laughs> and I know he's trying. Like the new joint he's got out with the, with his new artist, it's actually that's the closest I've heard him to the M I like. Mm-hmm. And and you know that, you know what I like is not what everybody else is like. It's just my humble opinion. Right, I'm gonna have to check that out. I didn't even, uh, I didn't even know he dropped one with that new dude. So, are you signed with a major, or, or what are you doing? I am not um, signed currently. I was actually just signed to um, um, Twisted's label, um, mm-hmm. M&E Magic Ninja Entertainment, and um, uh, we did a run together, and then um, that pretty much just ended, uh, all on good terms. But um, I really wanted to. Uh, try to push it as far as I could go independently and okay. yep. Being on the label, there's just so much uh, that goes on in the label, especially a label where um, the, the, the main attraction to the label is the artists who created it rather than the people who are assigned to it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's hard to ever break out of the shadow of that. And I, I think that's okay. That's totally okay. I think that that's why, they have success and why um, it, it was successful and why they could start a label. But as somebody who is just hungry, 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 it's hard to always uh, have opportunities come up for you in those situations because most of the time they're going to the head honchos. What's the dopest thing about you? Somebody calls me up tomorrow and say, why did you have rapper red on? <laughs> why, what is the dopest thing I can tell them about you? Uh, I would say, uh, you know, a lot of my, a lot of my music is just 
I'm the last thing you you expect. I think that's that's a strong thing I got going. I'm the last thing you expect, and I I can do it all. Man. What can't you do? You get, it's got to be like what's the weakness? Um, when it comes to creativity, uh, it's not too much because most of the, most of the video stuff, uh, most of the engineering, I you know I engineer, I mix, I uh, all my own stuff. So there's there's not too much. I would have to be uh, presented with a situation. Uh, okay. I, I might have to learn that. I'm sure I'm sure I have you know a weakness somewhere, but I haven't ran into it. Yet. Would in your catalog, I want to introduce somebody to rapper Red. Where do I start? Um, if I'm if I'm gonna go back and um, uh, my uh, mixtape from uh, 2015 called Rising Star. There's a song on there called Seven Seas, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like that encapsulates encapsula- uh, everything that I am in kind of one song, um, and uh, who I am as a person too. I feel like that song really translates my style and my my personality and like what i represent as as a person and an artist and give me a second because there was a couple of joints that i i listened to and i gotta pull it up because my memory is ass (laughs) i'm I'm old man It, it happens um but the actual the uh the country joint i really I felt like I, I shouldn't like that, <laughs> but I really did, did like that. Yeah. Like, and Twisted, can't, you know, like everybody did their part and they did a really great job. Yeah. Although I will say I felt I was torn because I'm, to an extent, I'm a hip hop purist. Right. So I feel some type of way when, when I feel like hip hop is being taken away from 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 its foundation mm. do you get that i yeah i understand that definitely because hip-hop's definitely um a very a very purist uh art art form and and it can it can feel like it's being used sometime sometimes by um adding it to other uh, other things without it like it, it feels like it can get, be used as a tool sometimes rather than uh respectfully yeah yes um and and i've had conversations about this and 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 kid rock has a lot to do with that it's at least from a detroit perspective Mm -hmm. because musically like his pedigree it was impeccable he came up through the ranks he slept on motherfuckers couches and, and 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 when he started going for trump a lot of us felt a certain type of way yep and and maybe we shouldn't we maybe we shouldn't hold you responsible for your political views, but it really, man, that, that that's a that tough hurt. one. Yeah, that's a tough one too because, like, you you know, uh, like you said, considering his 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 rise and how much how much he was around and all the work he put in, it's 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 hard to know or to figure out if you should separate, like you said, the political identity or. Or um, how they, there's just too much though. When you think about somebody like that, and then going for Trump, you can't help but identify him yeah. with with that side. Like it's just, and the people over on that side have not been good to this side. <laughs> Do you feel like like you 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 have to stay away from certain topics for that reason? That's interesting. Um, 
I, I've never uh, kind of felt that I've never like actively not written a political song, but I've never kind of or not not like even not not even music or talking about it. I just I don't sometimes I don't feel like I'm in a position to speak on this stuff when I don't take the time to know everything I could. So oh, hell. nobody takes the time to know no. everything they could. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't sell yourself sell yourself short like like you've got a lot of emotion in 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 a lot of your music um and it's purposeful everything well i really like i was looking up i was listening to the detonate yo yo, <laughs> yo. like that shit right there is the people's business when i say so it is man, I love that song right there. And I had to, I couldn't remember the name of it, but I had to, you know, once you see the name, you kind of know. Okay, yeah, this is one of the ones that mm. I really love. Like, what's your when you really in your hip hop bag? Like, what is your procedure from beginning to end of the song? Uh, a lot of times, man. Like, there's, I, I don't really have like a, um, um, like a ritual or anything, or like. I don't go in with a game plan. A lot of the times, it, it, I just start jotting, and I'm not I'm not sitting there thinking like, oh, I gotta come up with the hook or I gotta come up like. Uh, it's it's really reactionary. That's mm -hmm. that's pretty much my process is a hundred percent reactionary. Like what what is the beat doing for me, and then what is it telling me to do to it? <laughs> Favorite producer. Favorite producer. Oh man. That's a great question. Um, and, and and respectfully to all the producers you've worked with, I don't want nobody feeling some type of way. Right. Ah. Man. I, 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 man, I'm just, I was always blown away. And this is, this might be for nostalgia reasons. And um, it, it's not even necessarily hip hop, but it is, but it's a lot of pop too, is um, Timbaland. Just because of his uh, his percussiveness uh, and like his the way he wasn't afraid to just I don't know do anything with the beat it was really inspiring to me and he was he was kind of like a rapper on the beat sometimes when he was just making beats. Yo, what happened to Bubba Sparks? Man, <laughs> I haven't I haven't thought about Bubba Sparks in so long. I don't Yo, ugly. Is to this day one of my favorite fucking songs. Like the beat and the way he rolled the beat was so disrespectfully respectful. <laughs> oh, love that song, and he just—it's like he, it's like Haley's comet, the motherfucker showed up and disappeared. <laughs> For real, you know. What's your when, when it's all said and done? When you decide, you know what, in twenty years or whatever, you don't want to do it anymore. What What's your legacy? Uh, I hope I uh, hope my legacy is um, is uh, is like innovation and and um, honesty. I was always honest, and I was always I wasn't you know I wasn't faking a funk. I wasn't being something I wasn't, and um, I, I want people to look back and be like, I, I I haven't heard something like that. Or still to this day, I want something like that. I respect that fully. Um, and that's kind of what I got from your music. It wasn't like you was trying to be like some motherfucker from Seven Mile and, and Greenfield 
you know, popping caps in everybody's ass. Like that's just, just you know, like, and I don't care what you look like, like that you you can smell corny. Mm, yeah, and you can also, you know, authenticity it sells itself. Yep. You know, and what what I found remarkable when I put the flyer out is as I'm I'm getting like shares from people in mohawks and fucking <laughs> pink hair. Uh, not my average, <laughs> but your your listeners are such a diverse set of people. What's the commonality of people that fuck with you? Man, that's that's hard hard to say. I, it, there there may not be one. I'm sure there is if we uh we you know we boil it down to numbers or like mm-hmm. you know we'd have to probably look at records at that point. We'd have to go back and see these people's like shopping lists to really determine <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what separates them. Because uh, you know you know it's crazy though. Like like Mikey, Mikey Eckstein. I'm sorry for for those who don't know. First off, is the fucking goat. Man, absolutely. Yo, he hits me up like, man, I need you to get my guy out. Of course, whatever you say, bro. Um, he's coming to Cleveland. You're coming to Cleveland this weekend, right? Yes, sir. Um, unfortunately, I'll be headed to Detroit this weekend because I absolutely would show up. But where are you performing? Uh, that's a good question, Dan. Uh, I don't know it off the top of my head because I'm, I'm going to, uh, I'm just, I keep thinking I'm going to Nashville tomorrow. So I need to, I should know this venue right now. Um, yeah, man, we need to know. So people know. here can tap in. I know. Man. Oh my god. We'll we'll post it afterwards. All right. Uh, what's what's your show like? Man, that is that is something I I take very serious is is the performance. I love love the show aspect. I love the performance. I love putting on I love theatrics. I love all that. So uh, my show is definitely uh, extremely tight with a lot of um, live specific elements for the songs um, that wouldn't, you know, that aren't in the record that I'm doing. I got, I got, I got a hype man. I got a DJ, and I oftentimes bring uh, my boy Illy Main, who's another rapper. He he comes out on stage. We'll do like collabs. So it's there's always something going on, and it's 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 a super tight and. Uh, it's hard to look away from when you watch it. Who's the hype man? Uh, it's my boy who's who's actually singing on that country song, who opens it up. Okay, dope, dope, yep. dope. Okay, so so since we own that, dopest hype man in hip in hip hop. Dopest hype man in hip hop. Oh my goodness, man. Um, if we're thinking of dope, I mean, Flavor Flav comes to mind instantly, but I'm not sure if that's the dopest. Um, I always respected um, um, what Danon did for him. Because he was he was there for him and he was he was hitting marks. Um, that's that's a tough question. That's hard to boil it down. Damn, what is old boy's name for Buster Rhymes? Oh, see, man, yeah, <sighs> oh. I don't know names. But that guy, it's not even, I, I, for me. When I think of hype man, I don't I don't think of you know I don't think of outside the song. I think of when, within the songs, mm. and that guy. Forms the songs with the ultimate humility, knowing that Buster is the star. And he's okay with that. Like Flavor, there have been times where Flavor seems like I want to be the star. Oh yeah, a lot of times. Let's be <laughs> oh, honest. Yeah. Um, and sometimes he actually is the star. Mm. 
Yeah. Know, um, respectfully. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, uh, oh man, it's killing me. I can't think of dude's name. It's like right on the tip of my tongue either. Um, but yeah, uh, okay. So hip hop wise, who you listening to? Uh, right now I'm listening to a lot of, uh, Cole. I'm listening to, um, uh, I got, I got really into ski mask, the slump gun. I don't know why his, um, his, uh, his style and his, uh, what's a good word for it? I don't, I don't want to say ignorance, but his just, <laughs> his rawness. On a um, I understand. Cause I am 51 years old and I love drill music, man. <laughs> drill music is, yeah, I feel you. It's nothing like motherfuckers killing each other for my entertainment. Um, <laughs> I know it's fucked up, but <laughs> hey, man, take it back to the Coliseum. It's classic. Interesting that you say that because that that is a hell of a reference, and I think that mankind since its inception has been fascinated with killing each other. We, yeah, it's it's or at least the competition. Yeah, the competition at least for sure. Okay, do you you, uh, you fuck with battle rap? I do. Yeah. Oh, who you fuck like with? I follow it too heavy these days, but who you listening to? I'm like, like who you like though? Like, like battle rap wise? Mm-hmm. I I probably couldn't name any any off the top of my head right now. Gotta check out Ill Will. Ill Will. Yes. Okay. He's right there. He's right there in Pontiac. Really? Okay, maybe yeah. I have heard of Ill Will. Ill Will is uh, like that guy is is one of the most versatile, um, and he actually is one of the few that 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 translates well to songs. Mm. Yeah. Um, as far as who you would like to collab with in the future, who are you thinking? Mm. Man, that's all. I I always have a, t- a tough time answering this type of question. I don't know why, but just because. Uh, and it might be the ego thing or something like that is like, I, I, I want to collab everybody. I want to collab with my idols. I feel like everybody wants to collab with their, their idols. So it's, I always have like the bucket list. Of course. Like, um, I'd love to work with Dre. I would love to work with Kendrick, Kendrick, probably Kendrick, but Kendrick doesn't do like many features at all, but I'm sure maybe eventually that'd be dope. But, um, it's, a uh, it's, a. Uh, really hard to think of who I want to collab with right now, just especially as a rapper too. Cause a lot mm-hmm. of times I'm, I see people, you know, like we were just talking about competition. So I'm like, I'm, I'm not sure if I want to collab with you. <laughs> really? I mean, I, I, I'm definitely open to it. You know, I, I, I love collabing with people, but uh, the most, most times when I do do collabs, it's with, within my circle. Okay. And, yeah. And, and are you like, okay, like I, I I'm, killing everybody i don't care who you are uh to to an extent because i feel like if i if i don't if i get to that point and especially not being as big as people who are actually that big and who are doing that i feel like that would that would be a fault like i don't want to listen to somebody it's like i'm second best <laughs> right. I just don't like people. No. People get mad at people that they feel are, are subpar MC saying I'm the best. And you fucking supposed to say you're the best. Yep. You know, like I don't want to go to the uh, NBA game where somebody's like, "Well, I'm I'm the eighth best player on the court." Mm-hmm. Like get off the fucking court, dude. Like mm-hmm. I, I I want you to at least be delusional enough to think you're better than so and so. Like I can't remember. I think I, I, a lot of dudes have said they were better than Jordan. 
Mm. And people are like, oh, you're, oh, you're crazy. You should think that. You should. Yeah. You know, and if that motivates you at least to try and be better than Jordan, absolutely, yep. you should think yep. that. Yep. It's that. It's that. Like you said, that even if it is delusion, it's it's driving you to not stop. Absolutely. Uh, okay. So you've shared this stage with quite a few people. Um, Juice World. Did mm. Did you get a chance to 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 talk to him, or was it simply I'm I'm opening up or closing or whatever the case? It was a brief passing. This guy during this, especially during that time, was impossible to see. Like, we passed him in the hallway at the show, but he was mm -hmm. surrounded. Like, there was no, like, I couldn't even stop him and say, hey, what up, man, I'm opening for you. Like, there was no opportunity for that. But I, I saw him. Okay. Yeah. Who did you get a chance to chop it up with that you were like, okay, wow. I went home and I told my best friend I got a chance to fucking meet so-and-so today. Oh, man. Um... Definitely have those uh, an experience like that. Um, uh, a couple of rappers. I'm blanking hard right now, man. Um, Why do you think about that? I'm gonna tell you a story that, and actually, thanks to Mikey, I got a chance. Uh, Mikey and Troy Muhammad. Um, Troy calls me up. It's like, yo, um, there's a concert up here. Uh, Scarface, come on mm -hmm. up. I drive all the way up. I'm in Cleveland. I drive up to Detroit, and we end up on the stage. After the show, listen to Scarface talk for like an hour and a half, two hours. Mm. And Scarface was exactly what you think Scarface would be. Man. One of my, if the, it may be in all of my years, my favorite hip hop moment was meeting Scarface. Yeah, man. Wow. So you yeah. got to top it up with him for, like you said, an hour? Yeah. Man. Yeah, wouldn't let me interview him, mm. me you know, which I'm cool with because, you know, like everything is not camera ready. Right. You know, everything is not for the world's consumption. But man, like, and I mean, he was talking to uh, one guy. It started off him talking to one guy who needed some advice mm. and it just turned into a really just a real ass conversation amongst men. Wow. Yeah. Very dope. Yeah. Uh, got a chance to see Red Man and Method Man, I don't know, maybe two months ago in Ipsy. Fucking pouring rain. And these motherfuckers are performing like it's their first concert. Man. <laughs> that's, that's so much respect for that. Oh, my God. That, 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 that was hip hop for me. Mm. You said an Ipsy? An Ipsy. Man. Yeah, I think it was uh, Smoke in the Park. I think that was the name of it. Because it was like a weekend event. And actually, uh, the Yin Yang Twins were there. And yo, like, they were impressive. Man. Yeah. What's the best concert you've been to? Uh, the best concert I've ever been to, and uh, it, it's probably, uh, I haven't been to many, like, stadium concerts really mm -hmm. so i've seen growing up i was listening to a lot of uh underground rap and i still think to this day and i did model a lot of my life performance off of it was uh was uh tech nine when chris calico was still signing his label was um th those guys were so damn tight they were punctual they were it, it seemed like everything was rehearsed to the to a t 
Like mm -hmm. these guys were so on point and they were, they were singing. No, they're, they're not doing any, they're not rapping over vocals. They're, they're doing acapella stuff. And it's just like, it is so rehearsed and thought out that it, it really made me respect like the craft of, of devising a, a live show. You, you know who that reminds me Trick Tricks the same way. Mm. Yes, he is. <laughs> very, very, very methodical in his approach. You can tell that he's got a whole band. You can tell they put a lot of work into it. Um, really, if you like, and, and I say this, I've said this on numerous shows. If you have not seen Trick Trick, I don't care if you know one song from the guy. Mm. And that that right there is the key to being a phenomenal performer is when people have never heard of you, go home and tell people about you. Mm. Yes. <laughs> like underground wise, who's somebody you saw that you, you know, they, they were opening up for so-and-so, but you saw and you left like, man, let me go home and dig deeper into this wormhole. Ah, that's a good question. Um, it would, it would probably be on one of the, the, the tours I, I've done. I, I might not have a specific um, specific name to throw out or anything, but when I would see, I can't remember this guy's name, but he was so dope. And he was, he was, he had a guy who played the keyboard, who played the trumpet and sang with him while, while the, uh, the actual rapper was just, you know, doing his thing. And, and the way, they had such chemistry on the stage too. And again, mm -hmm. it was, it was very methodical. They had it very, very planned out what they were going to do. And so I, I think it's more of like a, a culmination of artists over time who I have definitely uh, downloaded and digested what they did and uh, probably applied to it. And so it, you go it, home and watch film tape. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> and, and, and how long have you been performing live? Man, I've been performing live uh, probably the better half of my life now at this point, um, probably for like 15 years. Okay. And at what point did you say, okay, you know what? Let me start watching this tape. And what was the growth? Uh, the growth is definitely knowing and being aware of um, what, what, you're, what you're overdoing because sometimes – you know, uh, crowd reaction or uh, crowd engagement, crowd mm -hmm. work in general, that can be overdone all the time. And you Man. can, you should never have to force a crowd to do what you want them to do. Yeah. And, and they should be able to just end up doing it for you because they think you're dope. And a lot of the times you're going to get nights where the mood is just not there. Like, oh and there's nothing you could do. Even the headliner, the, the person who's headlining is going to feel it. And that's who they're there for. And yeah. sometimes it's just dead. What? You ever been booed? Oh, uh, <laughs> not, not recently. Maybe, maybe like when I was, when I was coming up, when I was younger, maybe like high school, when I was rapping in high school. But like, that's, that's about it. What made you keep going? I, I. I got the bug. I definitely got the bug. And I'm, uh, I am uh, obsessed. I love it. And this is the only <laughs> thing I <laughs> And I'm not laughing at you because I love that answer. I really do. Um, and, and that's, that's the key right there. 
And people don't, you know, like, like talent is so overrated, although you are extremely talented. But there's a lot of talented, broke people. Yes, there is. <laughs> you know, and they're broke because they quit. Mm-hmm. What What is it that is, is it just the obsession? Is it from your parents or, or what is it that says I can't quit on me? Man, it's I, I think I would eventually. Yeah, my parents and my support system is is great. It always has been. And I, I, I'm super lucky to have uh, even, you know, I would be lucky to have a fraction of what I have too because mm-hmm. a lot of people just don't get it like that at all so i i know i'm lucky and blessed to have that but at the same time i i man i think i would i would go crazy i feel like my my purpose would would be over you know what i mean as a as a because like even if i were to say i would quit if i stopped even doing music or entertaining or being around it or talking about like the process oh man i don't know what i would do and what when did your parents get on board? Like is, that had to not necessarily be the easiest sale. I want to be a rapper with my life. <laughs> uh I remember uh my parents definitely knew I was I was rapping, I was writing. Um I was uh the first uh time I ever recorded was on uh like a little computer mic and like a program I downloaded offline or something like that. It was really terrible. I was <laughs> It was before puberty. It sounded awful. <laughs> it just was not good. <laughs> but I was, you know, I was about it. So I kept, I just kept doing it. I wanted it so bad. And then I was with my my boys downstairs, and I I got them all to come rap with me. So they were basically doing like the double ups. Like I would be rapping, and then they would come in on on the ends of the uh, the bars mm-hmm. to to hype it up, and then. My dad was in the other room because we were in the basement and he had an office right next to this room. And then all of us sang this hook together of this song we were writing. And he heard us from the other room. He comes in the door and he's like, do it again. (laughs) He wanted to hear us do the hook again. And then he, I think that's when it kind of clicked for him that something was going on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Granted, even at this time, I still wasn't that, you know, it wasn't that great, but I, it it was um it was there like it was it was happening like even if it was a little uh hard to listen to sometimes or cringy at some points corny i wasn't i was just writing about whatever you know i heard so when i was like 12 years old I was, that's when i was writing about like you know tapping somebody or whatever when i was 12 years old <laughs> wait <laughs> So at twelve, what was were you were you rapper Red back then? No, my my rap name was Deadly MC. Okay, kind of Deadly MC is not that's not actually I've heard way worse. It wasn't yeah, too bad. Not, yeah, that wasn't too bad. Did that did come out the gate? Yeah, yeah. No, I actually carried that that rap name until I was like seventeen or eighteen. Like, Why the switch? Yeah. Um. I, cause uh, I was in a group, a rap group for, for most of my life. Like I said, with those uh, same homies that I was rapping with in the room, we ended up uh, starting a rap group together called Suburban Syndicate. And um, after that, the switch happened and that, that group kind of disbanded. Um, I, I just felt it was time for a complete rebrand for, mm-hmm. for me to move forward. 
kind of I'm kind of fucking with Suburban Syndicate. Man, why why'd you guys quit? Um, well, we had we we went to uh we ended up moving down to Nashville. We got some uh got caught up in like uh iffy iffy deal with some iffy people and uh they locked us in for like 8 years. It was it was a mess, man. I'm telling oh. you. It was an absolute mess. And this is something that we all packed up our life from Detroit and moved down to Nashville for. And so after we spent, I don't know, maybe a year down there. And I guess after, you know, the fallout happened, it was, it was, it was kind of defeating for a lot of us. Are you guys still cool? All of us are still cool to this day. Yep. So what was that conversation like where we got to break up? Man, I don't even, I'm not even sure. If it, there was an actual conversation, it was one of those things where it kind of just fizzled. Mm. And I was still, we were all still like writing and we still get together for music, but there, there definitely was not that same, like that drive or that, you know, we're going to, we're not, we're not planning out our next project. We're kind of just like collabing with each other at this point. Okay. Yep. Wow. That, that, that's gotta be painful. What was the best, the best lesson you learned from that experience though? Man, the best lesson that I learned from that experience is um, emotions will ruin so much. <laughs> um, mm. uh, they, it, you know, they're a good thing, and it's definitely a double-edged sword with that because you care, you you caring so much could end up having you sabotaging yourself. By and people take advantage of your caring. They do. They depend on that for you to make a dumbass mistake. Yep. It gets preyed on. Man, I have been there. Um, what's next for you? Uh, I I'm working on my next project right now. I'm still I'm still not announcing the name or the title or release date yet because uh, definitely going to do that all in one big, you know, kind of swing little mm-hmm. campaign. And um, but it's the the album is done. Um, it's getting mastered right now. I just shot a video for it, uh, one of the singles yesterday, and uh, I am going on tour starting tomorrow. Where'd you see? Where'd you shoot the video? Uh, we shot the video up in uh, it was it was a place called Milan, Michigan. It's basically out in the boonies, but these dudes converted their barn house into a full-on video production studio. And it was really cool. It was called a Hollywood Farmstead. Really? Yeah, it was a really cool experience. They had like scaffolding lights. They had the they had the whole nine. Yo, like what's just wild because I don't know how long ago this was, but I this is probably twenty years ago. Um, but I went to this lady's house, and she had like it was just a regular ass house, but the the it wasn't a garage. It was like a. a farm garage if mm. that makes sense mm-hmm. but she had converted it into like a party palace so oh. the, yes the whole thing was set up like a club oh man like on the outside it just looked like a regular ass barn house but on the inside that shit was lit man <laughs> yeah. that's kind okay of so cool. so timberland comes and says i want to sign you you get rich What's the first thing you're doing? Ooh, like money wise or? Yeah. Ooh. I am buying my mom 
a new house. That's the first thing? Probably, yeah. It's not the first thing, bro. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> as much as you love moms, it's nothing uh, wrong with love. And loving moms is absolutely a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the first thing. No, that's probably what I'd like to be on the record, but I, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, like we're we're all just a little, you know, like you you when you've been striving for a goal personally, and you finally get that goal, it may not be the biggest thing on the planet, but it's something you're gonna do for you're gonna go out and buy that 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 sixty four Chevy you've been looking at since you were twelve or or whatever the case may be. It's not gonna be the biggest purchase you make. Mm-hmm. Mom's maybe the biggest purchase. Yeah. But ain't gonna, she ain't gonna be the first. <laughs> and you know what? That's okay though. It's okay. You should reward yourself because you putting in the like as much as you love your mother. She's not in the studio. No, that's very true. You know, she ain't in the gym shooting with you. Mm-hmm. You know, she she loves the product and she said, "Oh my baby, I love that. That's a beautiful song." And you can't really trust her opinion because she don't tell you every song is beautiful. Mm. <laughs> you know it. it, it it is. Who do you go to? Whose opinion do you value the most musically? That's funny that you actually said that about my mom saying she loves every song because my mom is a savage critic. Really? <laughs> she will straight up tell me. She's like, nah, fam, that ain't it at all. <laughs> so I... <laughs> I truly value her opinion. She, I've got really. I've gotten. Why did you even make that? <laughs> oh, that's gotta hurt, bro. It does, but it's it's her, the honesty is is amazing, and I like because when she reacts to something good, she has mm-hmm. been so right about something being good that when she hears it, it ends up being some of my greatest stuff. And I'm like, okay, give me a song you thought was okay, and your mom was like, that's fire. Ooh, um, uh, probably, uh, I, my song Bounce. It's, um, it's one of my bigger ones right now. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I liked it a lot. I was a fan of it and I, I thought it was pretty good. But when she heard it, she was like, yeah, you know, she's saying my name. She said, she's like, this is amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, really? <laughs> it's that good. <laughs> Yo, that's wild. Cause mm-hmm. my mother loved me way more than hip hop. Mm-hmm. So when I was rapping, you know, I could have did the alphabets backwards in Pig Latin, mm. and my mother would have been like, "Oh, baby, that's great." <laughs> and I, I, and I, I love you, mom. But your your opinion is trash. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's really fucking dope. Uh, mm-hmm. So she's never been wrong though. No, she has not, not yet, and I don't. Oh. I don't think she will be. She, when I when I see her and I play her something uh, for her, that like, because stuff can stuff can still be good, but like she she will react if it's like really good, like if it's you know if it's special, like that's where you. I really see her actually reacting beyond like, oh yeah, that's pretty. That was all right. That was pretty good. So what's the biggest song you've had so far? Uh, it's the country one. Two Signs. That is, that. that is our most streamed song on Spotify. And um, 
uh, it's not my most viewed on YouTube, but streaming wise, it's um, it's definitely it's still doing numbers to this day. It's still going up. It's um, it's definitely one that has the legs and people people go back to listen to. Is the gift or curse? Um, it's a little bit of both. Most definitely, it's it's um, because it's amazing to even have something do that. And mm -hmm. I'm at, I'm I'm really proud because the track the track is dope. Like it's it, it from a objective point of view, it's a really dope track. So I'm like okay, but at the same time, the association of j having that and then my me being associated with that rather than I feel like maybe that song doesn't best represent my actual catalog fully. Yeah. So I guess that would be the curse part is um, uh, having having the association of my name and my brand with that 100% or that's what people think of when they think of Brad. And, 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 and I get it because the people that like detonate are probably nowhere near the people that like that song. Yep, definitely. And I feel like having something like that too kind of splits splits your brain a little bit and you're like, well, do I got to now make sure that I have something like this in the future again yeah. to, to cater or because yeah. people are expecting something like that. And it's a, it, it, I can see where it can make an uncomfortable audience. Mm. Yes. Do, are yep. you encountering that where you you can kind of like tell, okay, this 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 audience is split. Luckily, it hasn't really happened yet, and um, you know, I we might get a little bit. It, it might be easy to tell once we go out um, on this next run we're about to do. Mm -hmm. uh, but I haven't really encountered it besides. Uh, you know, maybe I'm not picking up on it if it is happening because I it, it has happened, but it not to any degree where it's been like, I really got to think about this. Okay. And so when you go into, you get a beat, you're like, okay, I'm fucking with this beat. Is there a conscious decision? Are you thinking about the last song? Um, I'm definitely thinking about, yeah, to, to a certain degree. Um, I'd like to say I'm not, but, um, just because you know it's like anything once once you sell something you gotta you think about why it's sold so it's like um having that uh play in sometimes i do and that's what i was uh basically saying about like it's splitting my brain and mm -hmm. maybe i i should have something like that for my next project ready to grow go to is um but uh most of the time it, it's it's still it's still um, a liberating venture is making music. It's not too much. And I will say this: this is my two cents, and it doesn't count for anything. But I think that you're at a level in every lane that will sustain you. Thank so you. so so those people that like the country song, mm. the ones that only like the country song, mm. aren't fans. Right, they're fans of country music, and you just happen to catch the catch that wind. Right, but people that are fans of, of just good quality music are gonna fuck with you, and I, and I think that's what you're going for. That is that is definitely yes. 
you know, so yeah, I, I, I definitely, uh, definitely, definitely am, am proud of you, bro. Like I, 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 okay. I, and I've been listening over the last couple of days. Um, and I'm like, okay. And I even had to text Mikey like, yo, your, your boy's kind of dope. <laughs> Well, you know, like you know, like we all people say, don't judge a book by its cover, but we all do. That's the yeah. that's the point of having the fucking cover to a book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and, and and you you know, like it is not just you. There are all types of avenues where I'd look at the the cover and be like, yeah, this probably ain't for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like. If there's, you know, I'm not going to go into it, but there's just certain genres that just, you know, for me, I'm past that point in life. Mm-hmm. But I'm not one of those old heads that shit on this generation. Right. Because I, I remember being this generation. Yes. And I didn't want people shitting on what we was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you have kids? No, no kids. 25, 30 years from now, your son comes to you and he's he's rapping. Mm. And he's talking about shit that has absolutely nothing to do with his real life. Ooh. Are you okay with that? Wow. That's a that's a really good question. Um Huh. You know, I kinda got I kinda got um Gently, I wouldn't say, you know, nobody sat down with me and was like, if you don't cut this shit out, what you're doing right now, that's going to be that. <laughs> that's going to be it. <laughs> so um, I, I, I kind of just got mostly encouraged to be, you know, to go into the lane of authenticity rather than just being like, uh, what you're doing is dumb. Um, it kind of, it kind of was a combination of both things with, with that. Like I started, once I started getting older too, I started mm-hmm. wanting to express myself more, not, you know, just talk about some, some bullshit or whatever. So I think, I think I would just, you know, I'd probably be, be similar about that. Like I'd probably like that he's, he's, you know, he's catching a vibe. He's into the music, like. Cause that that was the same thing that happened with me. I was I was definitely on, on some garbage. But you know what? Your father recognized that that you know, like it's kind of like finding a diamond in the trash can. Mm. Like even you was on some garbage, but he saw there was talent to that. Mm-hmm. And that that makes a difference. Um, I interviewed. I don't know if you you fuck with Derez Deshawn. Mm. Interview him. I don't know a couple of weeks, maybe last month. Mm. Um. But he's like, like again, judging the book by the cover, looks like the gooniest motherfucker ever. But if you listen to the shit that he says, mm. he's one of the greatest songwriters of his time. Mm. And yeah. he talks about just real life shit. It, has he done some shit that he regrets? Yeah, sure. But the way he, he puts it is from a personal perspective as opposed to, yeah, I'm super goon or whatever. And that's what I don't like. I don't really, you know, like what you're saying is what you're saying. If, if that's your story, mm-hmm. the problem with hip hop is that a lot of motherfuckers be like, this is my story, bruh, stop it. You know, you went to Cranbrook and had both your parents, that type of shit. <laughs> right. you know, 
<laughs> it's, like, it's like, bruh, you know, like, um, you, you're not that guy, and it's okay to not be that guy. Mm. Um, somebody comes to you, and they got a, they, they want advice in just the music business in general. What's your first thing? Uh, probably to, you got, you got to have thick skin. Be, be ready to have, you know, um, you can't be terribly sensitive about everything. Um, you know, I don't know. There are some sensitive people out there who have been successful, but um, a lot of things will not um, won't go your way at first. And you got to you got to make you got to make your way, and you have to have a hundred percent blind faith, like we were talking about earlier, to the point of delusion. You have to. <laughs> <laughs> like believe and believe and not stop believing because that is the only way you will continue to progress because you have to believe in yourself. You can't second guess yourself at all. Yo, that I agree with 10,000%. So I've been doing this shit for like eight years now. And first off, when I started, nobody was doing podcasts. Mm. Not a whole fucking planet is doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. But I'm just an old motherfucker. I don't care. I'm not dying my shit. I'm going to look old. I'll be bald. I don't give a fuck what you think. But my resume, people I've had on this show, mm-hmm. is better than 97.2% of the motherfuckers that get podcasts. And I'm talking from Joe Rogan on down. Mm. And you, okay. you know, and because I didn't listen. Mm-hmm. And I didn't listen to some people that I love. And that's the hardest part is that sometimes there are people that you truly love and you know they love you, but they don't see the vision. Nope. It happens it happens too often, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you got to say, I love you. And that's cool that you don't see it, but I do. Mm-hmm. How'd you, how did you run into Mikey? Man, the funny thing is, is uh, we were talking before about um, uh, my old rap group growing up, and I remember, I think I messaged Mikey on Facebook, like, when I was, like, 16 or 17, because I knew he was handling all these shows, like, I knew, like, I think we heard through some people we were working with or something that this was the guy you wanted to get to know, and then funny enough, Back then, we messaged him, never got through. Like, it just, you know what I mean? This man, he's a busy man. Everybody everybody wants to link up with him. So um, we never got uh, through to him during that time. And uh, I think actually getting, uh, once I got signed to the label, was mm-hmm. when um, I was finally able to get in the room with Mikey was having people because the label guys knew him, the owner of the label knew him and they, they often worked with him. So that's how I was able to get in a room with Mikey and I was able to share it, share my music. And then we've had an ongoing, you know, uh, back and forth since maybe 2016 now. Very, very, very good person. Um, and he doesn't hit me up too often and say, Hey, I did you to do so and so. Hmm. You know, if anything, it's the opposite. I'm hitting them, hey, whatever you need, bro, I got you. Just let me know. 
Every once in a while, they throw me a bone. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, I want you to do so-and-so, and so-and-so is dope. And you are so-and-so that is dope. <laughs> you know, and, and yo, I'll, I'll, I'll be a fan from now on. It, you know, um, if people want to get in contact with you, they want to book you for a show. They want to, you have merch out there. I have merch out there. I'm going to have it. Um, uh, uh, we just moved all my merch off of the label um, mm-hmm. website. So we're going to be, I should have it up by this weekend is going to be a website called Detroit records. Okay. And we're going to have um, all my merch up there where you can order it online. And if not, you can definitely get it uh, on tour um, uh, with the shows I'm playing, which I'm going to have to, you know, figure out that Cleveland show too. <laughs> Boy, like what are we doing here, bro? You got <laughs> I know it's this week. Um, my my guess would be the grog shop. Mm, the grog shop. That sounds familiar. Let me, let me let me see if I can uh and multitasking is not my thing, man. Uh maybe someone Think my manager's listening. If he is, he could send it to me. Okay, okay, maybe no, I don't think that's it. It's like the red hot hip hop, some shit. I, I, I don't. Uh. I'm trying to help y'all here, bro. I appreciate it. I know I'm coming with a lack of information. <laughs> I know where I'm playing in Nashville tomorrow. But... Oh, where, where, where in Nashville? Oh, uh, the city, the city winery. Nashville, and then I'm playing at the Magic Bag in Ferndale on Friday. Okay, yeah, I was absolutely wrong about the Grog Shop. Okay, shout out to the Grog Shop, though. Uh, <laughs> but what if you got a flyer like with all your uh, with, with your tour dates or whatever, it, it, yep. DM me, I'll make sure that I post that. I um, if there's anything I can possibly do for you in the future, I, I don't know what, but I got you. Um, in any way, shape, fashion, or form, I truly appreciate you for for coming on the platform too, bro. It's definitely an honor. Yeah, thank you, thank you for having me. And uh, likewise, man, if there's if, if if you need me to do something, bro, this this was a good interview. Uh, what you do is is dope. And I, I was going through all your stuff too, man. And and like you said, your resume is pretty crazy. I appreciate that. Um, and you know what? The, the crazy part, like I respect that so much. Like they're there and you would be surprised at the people. Well, the, the more professional the person is, I already know they've looked at what, whether they say it or not. And, and they'll let me know in various ways, whether it's publicly or in a DM. But I know that it, I wouldn't go on your show if I hadn't looked your shit up. Mm-hmm. You know, no, like, I, I don't want to get caught with my pants down and go on somebody's show and they talk about some wild, crazy ass shit, and I'm like, well, <laughs> well you know, now I gotta hang up on you. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you, know? Uh, <laughs> you know, so yeah, I I definitely respect that a thousand percent. Um, <laughs> yo, and 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 when you talk to moms, tell her I said thank you for being so fucking dope, because I appreciate her honesty. And her ear. Absolutely, man. 
Yeah. Yo, uh, <laughs> yo, and don't, <laughs> yo, and I, what I'm gonna do is I DM you my number. Like I said, if you need anything, man, please don't hesitate to ask. This has been phenomenal, man. Really enjoyed the conversation, man. You dope. Thanks, man. Likewise, everything. This whole this whole experience was awesome. I love the way you do it, bro. And one more question though. Um, what's the change that from being on a major or from being signed to a label to mm-hmm. doing it yourself that you see making that you wanted to make from the beginning? Um, I I knew I needed to do this and it's been a luxury not not to have to, but it's also I feel like it's also hindered hindered the vision a little bit is to be a hundred percent hands on with the entire process. And um, not delegating certain, certain, um, even create creative aspects to other people. Um, it can be overwhelming to have it all fall back on me again, but I, I love every step of it and I love it. it it's, it's, it's ensuring the vision is exactly what I want it to be. Any producers out of Detroit you want to work with? Um, I'm working with a few right now. Um, if, uh, I feel like I, I, I've ran into most of them, and if there's some that I'm not sure that I haven't gotten with yet, or, yeah. or have the had had the opportunity to meet or even know of, then uh, I would love I would love to hear from them or get connected or linked up with them in any way possible. All right, that that was a very dope politically re- responsible answer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> On that note, man, I will let you go, man. Uh, Shout out to you, man. Uh, Much success for you in the future. And like I say, man, you got a home here at Intellectually Patty Radio. If there's anything I can do for you, man, make no mistake and hit me up. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for having me. This was was amazing. And likewise. No doubt. No doubt, man. Have a good one. You too, bro. Yo, you already know, man, um, this is Jobs, and you have tuned in to another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. If you have not done so already, make sure you subscribe to the channel, like, and all that other shit that I'm supposed to say, that I'm required or obligated by the YouTube standards. Um, anyway, man, shout out to the family at Nerve DJ's Radio, um, DJ Johnny O, uh, Big Hef, DJ Squirt, T-Rex, you know, the whole nine, man. And shout out, shout out, shout out. M3S3 clothing and my guy Fred over there. Um, and Mikey Eckstein for the plug. Man, this is very dope interview. Shout out to Rapper Red, man. Wish you much success in the future. Wish you. Did I say wish you? Yeah, wish you much success in the future. Anyway, this is Jobs, and I'm out.